my heart Help me, come on, come on, come on, let's worship. You have captured. That's right. My heart, my heart with your love. That's right, let's sing it away with minute. Jesus is here to capture your heart. You have with his love. That's right. My heart with your love. All I say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's more than enough. If all I say is Jesus, if all I say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's more than enough. You have captured. You have captured. That your love will spread like a fragrance. Let your love spread like a fragrance in our midst. Let your love spread like a fragrance in our homes, in our families this moment, oh God. For every family, I pray that God, you will capture their hearts and consume them with your love this moment. Oh, we know it is Jesus. And I pray this morning by your power, Spirit of the living God, touch our hearts, visit our hearts, change our hearts, 
in the name of Jesus. Our lives be transformed by your word. And I thank you because of what you are doing already. And we just trust you that this morning you will minister to us by your word. And all the next of the programs, your name alone will be glorified. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. And let everybody say it. Amen. So, Paya, thank you so much for your support. I know you are coming back again in the next few minutes. Hallelujah. Can take a wonderful seat in his presence. Praise be to God. I say praise be to God. Come on, say praise be to God. Shout it louder, amen. Tell your neighbor, I am thriving. Come on, tell somebody I'm thriving. No matter the situation, we are thriving. Oh, come on, tell yourself, I'm thriving, I'm thriving, I'm thriving, I'm thriving. I don't know about you, but I'm thriving. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, oh God. God has been faithful. Hallelujah. I say God has been faithful. With all my heart and all the depth of my soul, I want to appreciate everyone and every kingdom might in the house this morning. Can you put your hands together for yourself? You know, I am not that of a person. If you want to clap, clap for Jesus. I'm an excited human being. And I'm in his presence. I am in his presence. I am in his presence. And his presence that is fullness of joy. You can't be here and say, I'm, I'm happy. It is not possible. His presence does not bring unhappiness. Rather, his presence brings what? Happiness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. And above all, I want to thank God for my beautiful wife, my honey in the house. Thank God for standing for me, Pastor Rose. God bless you. Put your hands together for Pastor Rose. Hallelujah. Amen. The journey was supposed to be two of us. But we had to discuss and do some sacrifices. Shout it louder. Amen. Amen. Because the programs were not as, as, as easy as we thought. But we find God will overcome. Come on, thank God for all the Lord has done. Amen. And above all again, I want to thank God for our resident pastor, Pastor Sam Amona. Samuel Amona. God bless you so much for standing in all the time for those five weeks. I mean, I, mean, I can't for one month, solidly one month. You've been there, and I'm grateful for that. Thank God for all the leadership in the church. Amen. I want to appreciate those of us and the committee members that send at least some money for us to buy the equipment when we are opening the other branch. Let's put our hands together for the, for the committee. Hallelujah. While I was in Nigeria, they sent some money. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. And above all, I bring you good news. You know, the way you clap, you don't clap like if you are in the house of God. Remember, I'm coming from Nigeria where there is so much excitement, where there is so much strength and power. That's so why I expect this. Hallelujah. Am I coming? So much dynamism in terms of worship. How am I communicating to somebody? I just want to thank God because the program was wrapped up and so much that I don't have as many of you that understand that many souls we are saved. Many souls we are added to the church. The joy I have is not just the program or not going, but the souls that we are harvested for the kingdom. Truly. And every resources required for the program went successful. The, breaking, the groundbreaking 
of the land we bought has been done also. Hallelujah. And not only that, while we were doing it, the next plot, the owner says he's willing to sell it to the church. No, the way you are drinking, I don't understand. Hallelujah. For me, this is the best leave ever. Because for me, what I had gone through and what the Lord has done is just tremendous. Shout aloud that amen. In fact, as a matter of fact, throughout the whole leave, I only had one week for myself. One week. And that one week also running up and down to accomplish something in one week. And I just bless the name of the Lord for the favor that God has given unto me. Am I communicating? And above all, he brought me back safely. Amen. You know, those of us who are reading social media will understand that going to Nigeria and coming back itself alone is a miracle. <laughs> and much more when you are visiting cities from city to, to city is a miracle. And I thank God for the whole, those who went also on holiday. Thank you for being around with us. Dickness, I'm seeing you. Jeff, I'm seeing you. And some of our brethren that travel. God bless you for being around with us. Amen. I'm so grateful. And today I'll be ministering on what I titled, Put Your House in Order. What did I say? Tell somebody, say, put your house in order. Say, put your house in order. Are you ready? Are you ready to put your house in order? Is somebody ready to put his house in order? Now, we are in a period of uh, what? Marriage, what? Seminar. And as I'm talking, I know there are men and women here that are intending to marry very soon. The good news is that uh, Innocent is wedding, amen, right uh, by next month. And by October, Brother Joshua is coming in. And last month, Brother Ezekiel wedded. I thought well, I'm hearing a better... Am I communicating to somebody? And so we are having weddings, and I know that November somebody's wedding again. Your amen is not sounding the way you are. Hallelujah. That's right. God bless you. See? Amen. Even told me I'm not aware, but I just know that somebody's wedding in November. Am I communicating to somebody? So we should be glad that things are happening. Tell me, things are happening. Come on. Tell me, things are happening. And God will not bypass you. I say God will not bypass you. So in order to encourage some people, we need to put our house what? In order. We need to put our lives in order. We need to put our face in order. We must understand there is a responsibility that God has placed on us. And as husbands, and as wives, and as bachelors, as spinsters, as divorced, as single mothers, we need to put our lives, what, in order. It's a big responsibility. The God we serve is a God of order himself. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? He's a God of what? Order himself. And God is order of orderliness. And I must recognize that aspect of God. And God says this morning to someone, put your house in order. This message was 
replicated some times ago. I remembered while I was doing this program, one of the converts in the church and one of my early converts and my sons in, in the Lord came for the program. And he reminded me, Daddy, have you forgotten the message you preached on yes? He's now a provisional pastor with about seven districts, seven districts and seven churches under him. He's my son in the Lord. And he came with his wife. And he came to remind me, Daddy, have you forgotten your message? Anytime we have a problem in our house, we ask ourselves, Daddy, say, put your house in order. A message over 20 years, I've ever forgotten myself. Praise the Lord, somebody. And he reminded me of that message. And I want to bring it to someone today again, that you put your house, what? In order. And I pray that this will echo into the lives of many. Today we are told that some people are celebrating their five years in marriage. Five years is not a joke. The average survival of every marriage in the U.S. is 8.5 years. What I said, 8.5 years. Average means most of the divorces are out there. I was looking at it and I discovered that Russia has the highest divorce case. I'm followed by Belarus. And I know somebody from Belarus is here. It means that means so many marriages are not in order. And this morning, God wants someone to put his life in order. I thought I'm speaking to somebody. Shout out loud. Amen. Isaiah chapter 38. I'm not speaking of myself. 38 from verses 1 to 2. Let's begin from there quickly. Isaiah 38 from verses 1 to... I'll just pick the... C side of it, the B side of it, right, okay. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and spoke to him, came unto him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not what? Live. Shout aloud thy amen. I'm taking that message, put your house what? In order. Now this is God speaking to Hezekiah, who is the king. It means at this period, Hezekiah has not set his house what? In order. And God saw from the eyes of the spirit that things are not in order. And let me say to some of you, I know that you can dress well. I know you are putting the best clothes. But I tell you the truth, there are some of us that we have the best design clothes, but our house is not in order. I can see family feasting and enjoying, but the truth is that their house is not in order. I can see some of us coming together and putting our hands together and holding one another, but I tell you the truth, when you meet them, their house is not in order. I can see family smiling, but that is not the truth. When you meet them, things are not in order. This man is a king. He's a king. It means that at least we know that he's an example to others. Am I communicating? Being in that position, everybody will look at him. He has enough money. He has everything under him. He has children. He has made, sorry, he has made around him. He has a society around him. And every time he talks to people, people obey. But his own house is not in order. And God says, Ezekiel, your house is not in order. Ezekiel, your house is not what? In order. I don't know who is that person I'm speaking to. You might be here this morning. I'm blowing all manner of tongues. But God is saying your house is not in order. 
Maybe you are that sister that come around, everybody sees you, and everybody sees you in the church, and they are thinking you are doing well. But the truth is that your life is not in order. Somebody hear what I'm talking about? Your affairs is not in order. We might think of you, ah, that is a wonderful sister, that is a wonderful body, but you know in the realm of the spirit, God knows that you are not in order. In the physical realm, everybody would think as a king that he has everything around him. Just like any of us can think, we have everything around us. You can have the best job upon the face of the earth, but truth, brother, your house may not be in order. And I charge you this morning, men and women, this is the time to put our lives in order. It's not just your house. Remember, when I'm talking about house, in the Bible, house connects the presence of God. Hello? Connotes what? The presence. It represents, let me bring the English down. Represents what? The presence of God. You are the tabernacle of God. You are the house of God. Am I communicating to somebody? Number two, when we talk about house, it talks about families. What did I say? Families. That's why if you read your Bible, you begin to hear the families in Israel. The family of the house of Judah. Am I communicating? You, you have a family. Sister, you are a family. Oh, somebody hear what I'm talking about. Am I communicating to somebody? As long as you are on the face of this earth, you're already a family. And so when God talks about house, he talks about his tabernacle, his presence in you. Am I communicating to somebody? Your body is the house. That is what the Bible says. It's the temple of what? Help me out. It's the temple what? Of the Holy Ghost. So when I say put your house in order, I'm not just talking about families. I'm not just talking about individuals. I'm talking about your body. I'm talking about you as a person. You need to put your life in order. I pray today somebody will fix his life. Come on. I said somebody will fix his life. May you fix your life today. I said may you fix your spirit today. May you fix your situation today. Can I hear louder? Amen. And much more when I speak to married men and women, put your marriage in order. I said, put your marriage what? In order. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9. He said, enjoy life. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9. He said, enjoy life. Enjoy life. Is it there? Thank you. Thank you. If I have uh, ESV, one and good, but it's okay. He said, live joyfully with your wife whom thou lovest all the days of your life. The Bible says what? Live. Can I say it's a live? Am I coming? Live what? Joyfully. Joyfully. God is saying, please, I beg you. If you have ESV, English Standard Version, help me. If it's there, I just want to bring it to them. All right. Enjoy life. Can I hear the word enjoy life? Come on, tell us enjoy life. For married people, what are you supposed to do? The Bible said, did not say endure life. It didn't say endure. For your information, it's not endure. It said enjoy. It said what? Can I hear like they say what? Can I say what? Enjoy life. The word enjoy means be happy. The word enjoy means be joyful. The word enjoy means adore. The word enjoy means what? Pleasure. The word enjoy means have fun. I didn't hear that. I said, I didn't hear that. Say, have fun with your wife, which thou what? Which thou lovest. The question is, when you enter into that marriage, did you love the man? Because the scripture says, hello, help me out, put it there. Enjoy life. Did you see that? 
With what? Whom? Whom? The question I'm asking you, when you enter that marriage, was it based on love or was it based on the physical asset the man has? Hello? The problem we have in the society today, it is not, it is not the word enjoy life. It is with the whom you... Because some of you, you are going to marriage, it's not based on that. Some of you, because you know the guy has a nice job. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? He has the best car. He has the best house. Everything about him is so nice. That once he talks to you, whether it's love or not love, you say yes. Am I communicating to somebody? Some of us, we marry because of, of the physical phys, uh, uh, physics. I don't call it. How do you call it? Physical physics, right? Because you see the guy is a macho. He has his pack. Somebody with me. He has seven pack. I don't know whether it's seven or eight. Now I don't know. Whether it's nine pack, I don't know. Just because you see a lady or you see a boy, a young man, because he has a physics, you say, wow, that's the kind of man. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And some of you marry because you see a girl that has a big buttocks and have a pumping breast. Some of these things are fake. Some of them are what? You may see me raw, but I have to be raw to some of you. Am I communicating to somebody? Because you are missing out on many things when it comes to marriage. Some of you, because you see a lady, anyhow, because she injected something in her life. And because you look at her and say, oh God, where am I missing? You are not missing, you have a problem. Yeah. You want to clap, clap where, clap where, clap where. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you, my friend. Am I speaking to somebody? Because the problem you have is that you don't marry because of love. Some of you have discovered that even the eyelids, the eyelids of some women, of some ladies is fake. Even the nurse are rubber. Hey, hello, how are you? It's not a real nail, it's a fake nail. Sorry, I love you, don't worry. I am sure if you had married because of that, you have problem. Because one day the nurse will go. One day the fake one will go. Am I speaking to somebody? I am not saying there shall be no add-ons. No problem. I don't have problem with add-on. But don't marry because of the add-ons. I use the word what? It's an add-ons. It is not original. <laughs> am I communicating to somebody? So the church, and even then the church is missing it. If it is happening in the world, why is it happening in the church? Some of us have no time when it comes to the word love. Love now is missing in the church. When I went through and I discovered while I was reading through this, I discovered that, I, that a survey was conducted. And in that survey, most of the marriages in U.S. failed because of one thing. Hallelujah. Unrealistic expectations. What I said. Did I say again? Too much from the man and too much from the woman.
Did you go there because of love? If you go there with love, then there will be no unrealistic word, expectations. We must understand this. We are failing because of the situations like this. And God spoke to a great man of God, prepare your house. And I'm praying for someone, may you prepare your life in the name of Jesus. Help me again as we put the book of Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Yes. Let's go through there. Quickly. Are we there? Praise God. Are we there? All right. For which of you intending to build a tower, sit not down first? For which of you want to enter marriage that will not sit down? God is saying it's a project. Hallelujah. You don't wake up and say, I'm getting married. Shout a louder, amen. Am I speaking to somebody in the house? Which of you want to go into this? That you don't sit down first. How many of us are sitting down? That you are a friend? Or that you are in the same class? And by mistake, two of you became girlfriends? And before you know, you sleep with the man? And before you know, you are pregnant for the man? And before you know, you deliver for the man? Who told you that that is marriage? <laughs> I'm asking you a question. Who told you? Some of us entered marriage even without knowing. Am I correct? I've seen people that I have seen as my personal counseling. People just enter without knowing. There was no sitting down and understand that this is I'm going. I need to do something. So number one, gentlemen, in order to prepare your house, in order to set your house in order, Number one is preparation. What I said? Lord, I said what I said? Preparation. I'm asking someone, are you ready to accommodate? Tell somebody, are you ready to accommodate? Come on, say, say, are you ready? Amen. Because the point is that if we are not prepared to accommodate, that is what in-depth preparation and what? And planning is there, thank you. In-depth what? Preparation and planning. How many of us have actually prepared for it? How many of us are ready to see the outcome, how it will come, whatever it is be in part of the marriage, I'm ready for it. I've seen that some people find it difficult when they enter marriage to adjust. Because they are not prepared for it. They don't even know what will become of it. Gentlemen, please, that you are a young lady, that you have used your property now that you have become a madame. You think that becoming a madame is enough to get married? I'm asking you a simple question. It's not enough. There must be things in your life that you must be ready for it and say, I am going whatever it happens. Brother, we must prepare. Marriages fail. 41% of marriages fail as per statistics because of what? Lack of in-depth what? Preparation. And yours will not fail in the name of Jesus. Jesus was speaking. Say, sit down. This is Jesus talking. Tell number, this is Jesus talking. Say, sit down. Tell number, say, sit down. Lord, I say, sit down. All this your own. He loved me. He took me for dinner. I like him. Mm, sit down. 
Tell that brother, sister, say, sit down. Ladder, say, sit down. Ah, in my birthday, he was here for me. I, he brought my friends. Eh, eh, what did I say? Ah, and I know that man, he likes me. Anytime I come, the way he received me. Eh, eh. Some of them are fake. They'll receive you because they need something from your body. Once they take what they need from your body, collapse. Sit down. Somebody hearing what I'm talking about? What did I say again? From morning till the evening, you are talking on phone. Ah, I like it. He give me his time. Who told you that is the truth? A time will come when you marry, he will not give you your time. He says, honey, I am busy. <laughs> Somebody hear what I'm talking about. Shout aloud that amen. Sit down. What did I say again? Sit down. This is your jumping and hyper. Tell your neighbor, say hyper. You know, some of you, when you see some men and see some young men, your body is not the same anymore. Some of you, your name is hyper. You are no more what? The same. May God deliver you today. I say, may God deliver you today. Let somebody tell you, say, ah, I like you. You, you are no more the same. Some of you, even when you are, while you are walking, you miss your steps. When you are walking, what do you do? You miss yourself because somebody told you what? I like you. What is this? Sit down, my friend. Shout aloud, amen. Am I communicating to somebody? Why don't you ask yourself a question? You must have in-depth what? Planning, in-depth what? Preparation. Proverbs 25, 7, 7, 27 say, prepare your work outside before thou goest to the field. Proverbs 24 and 27. Amen. He said, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. And afterward, build your house. So you have to prepare before you go into it. Gentlemen, I'm saying it with categorically and with confidence. With confidence. I had no problem. I didn't fast to pray to look for school. No, I didn't for that. I didn't fast to pray to look for a job. No. But when it came to me to marry, that was my greatest time of fasting and prayer. I just didn't do it alone. I had brethren who stood by me and we were praying together. This journey, brother, is a journey of eternity. And don't take it lightly. Some of you today, you take it as a light issue. Go in and come at any time. Ah. Who told you it's going and coming? Marriage is not an ATM machine. Blogging, come out with money. Thank you. Somebody hear what I'm talking about. It's more than that. Sometimes I even discover in the ATM machine that the money finishes. And they say it's out of order. Praise the Lord. If you are married because you are thinking a man or a woman is an ATM, one day it will be said out of Somebody still with me in the house. Am I communicating to somebody in the house? And I have to prepare. I didn't marry because my young brothers married ahead of me. This is my brother. Gabriel is here. Gabriel is not following me. There are other person before Gabriel. Even the one that followed Gabriel. I don't know. Alex follows you or not? Okay. The one that followed him, even younger, that's third or fourth of me that follows me. The young man was already married. And the day I, because I delayed in marriage, he told me that his son will eat with me with the same plate. Shout aloud that amen. My own younger brother, third or fourth, I can't remember. He told me like that. Uh -huh. He told me, as I looked at the young man, I said, sorry, 
I don't marry because I see people and girls around. Am I communicating? I know where I'm going. Somebody heard what I'm talking about. Is somebody heard what I'm talking about? My gentlemen, in-depth preparation and planning is required. Shout aloud that, amen. Number two, number two, I'm coming. Number two. It must cost you, don't worry. It must what? Cost you. What did I say? It must cost you and be ready for what? To sacrifice. You will all be with me and agree with me that the married people will tell you that at times in their lives, it has to cost them. Am I speaking to somebody? It has to cost them. You want to get in the home? You want to put your house in order? Brother, it must cost your pride. Oh. Shout a louder, amen. What did I say? Shout a louder, amen. Maybe you are that type that is so proud. You are that type that nobody comes around your bed. You are that type, ah-ah, boy. Be ready to, for what? That some things you need to sacrifice. And Jesus was speaking. Get back to that scripture. He said, and count not the cost. So number one, preparation by sitting down. Number two, counting what? The cost. I'm talking of Luke 20, 14 verse 28, right? Yes, be there with us. Just that's our scripture, and then we flow through it. He said, and sit down first and do what? What is the next one? Come and help me. Count what? The cost. So, brother, you must be ready to count the cost in going into what? Into marriage. May I tell somebody, are you ready in your life to give up many things that you need to give up in order to ensure that the home succeeds? You might say, I'm more, I'm more learned by my husband. I'm more learned by my wife. I'm more learned by every other person. I can't be with that person. Hey, brother, listen to me. If you love the person, you must be ready to sacrifice. Is somebody hear what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. Let me go further. And if you want to succeed in your marriage, you must learn to change yourself first. What I said, change yourself. Once you change yourself, your marriage will change. Somebody hear what I'm talking about? That change must be ready for it. You know, somebody I was discussing with, and she came asking for counseling via the discussion. She said, Daddy, the problem I have is that I am praying for the grace of Miguel. Wow. That's the first time I heard it. The grace of what? How many of us know what we are talking about? Abigail Grace. Sisters, do you know what is called Abigail Grace? Hello? Ah, so you guys are new also. Thank God then you are born again. Shout aloud that amen. I said, what do you mean? He said, Abigail Grace is what we are praying for now. What do we mean by that? He said, sir, David was already prepared. Abigail just walked in. Oh God, these guys are not understanding me. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said or not? Did not say it? Huh? Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Miss, she doesn't want anything to cost at all. She just wants to a home that is already complete. She just said, Oh Lord, I am praying for a bigger grace. Lord, thank you for the release of a bigger grace. And she's seriously praying, no, a bigger grace. Am I communicating? Hello? Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Eh? So it's not ready for any cost. 
He's not even ready for anything. Every man is ready. I just walk in and pack my load. Gentlemen, remember one thing. Even though Abigail won there, and Abigail carried the grace to David, but we understood that the people that became king and the people we named, none of them is the sons of Abigail. Somebody heard what I'm talking about. Somebody heard what I'm talking about. So gentlemen, ready to go through this. Shout it louder, amen. Stop this, gentlemen. Can I say to someone before I go further? Stop, stop eyeing someone's husband. Abigail Grace, even though she said Abigail Grace, I look at her, I said, did you see anything wrong? They said, no. Abigail was in the husband's house, but he was eyeing David. Stop eyeing someone's husband. Tell somebody, stop eyeing somebody's husband. Can you imagine? Abigail Grace is a grace where she will go and bargain. She was bargaining while the husband was still alive. May God deliver some women in the name of Jesus. Oh my God, is somebody here what I'm talking about? You are a spinster. The man is married. Hello. Are you hearing me or not hearing me? Or if you don't hear me, you receive grace to hear me today in Jesus' name. Those of you that when I'm preaching now, your ears are blocked because of this one. Today your ears will be open in the name of Jesus. You see Joseph with his wife, right? Some of you are eyeing him. Shout aloud, louder, amen. In, in fact, the wife, I've even said many. I thought it's one. <laughs> example, I'm just giving an example. Shout aloud, louder, amen. Why will you do that? That is a stupid grace. It's a corrupt grace. Young girls, young boys, begin to eye each other. Stop eyeing somebody's husband. Are they hear me or not? Are they hear me? Let me speak down, Jerel. And you men, stop eyeing a lady that is not married. You are already married. Why are you eyeing her? I use communicating. You are still the same Abigail. Your name is Abigail. Am I communicating? So I am a young girl. What is wrong with you, my friend? Shut up. Am I communicating? Why are you eyeing somebody? Why are you eyeing that single girl? What's your problem? Your wife is enough. The Bible says, have fun with your wife. What am I communicating? Even if you think the deal, home is there. The package is waiting. Stop all this nonsense. Amen. I'm wrong with you today. Somebody hear me? Amen. Are you with me in the house or not? Am I communicating? And you scare some young men in the house. How many will you deceive? How many will you deceive before you marry? You are here. Let me tell you one thing. If you are not sincere and you keep deceiving here, I am telling you, the person you are going to marry is going to be like you. Like attracts like. And tomorrow, when the woman begins to misgave, he said, No, it's not, it is you. Like attracts what? Like. And let me tell you, if you marry anyone, bring them. I go wait them for you. Now, too often, I go leave. No, be me. And when it happens, say, Now you talk to me. I will just do my job. <laughs> Shout it louder, amen. Are you still with me in the house? Come on. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. That's the problem. How many of us know that what kid something was a strange woman? What kid something was what? A strange woman. 
<laughs> Strange woman, Kalas. The Baba told him, my friend, there are a lot in, in, in the land of Israel. Why are you still in Philistine? Strange woman. May a strange woman not come to your life in Jesus' name. But they are ready to kill your destiny. Am I speaking to somebody? So gentlemen, maybe the person I'm talking to, may you are looking at up, but you don't know that your husband is by your side. But because he doesn't have enough, you, don't, you look down on him. Brother, it shouldn't be so. Am I speaking to somebody? Thank God, Mama, mommy did not look down on me. Shout a louder, amen. Because if you look at me at that period, God saved me. Shout a louder, amen. Praise the Lord. Number three, self-control. I'll be there. Also have, we're going to have uh, uh, a dedication as well as thanksgiving. Praise God. Number three, what I said? What I said? Number three, please learn this thing. If you want to put your house in order, besides it costs you, you must have what? Self-control. In my years of marriage, I discover it is the greatest asset. Self-control. What I said? Challenges will come in the home. One thing or the other will happen. But I speak to every man and every woman. Self-control is important. It's not everything you act. And it's not everything you show yourself. Oh, somebody hear me. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Let them read it, please. Put it for projected for them. Thank you. What did he say? That's all. So put a man and a woman. Thank you. <laughs> Am I communicating? So a man or a woman without self-worth control is like what? A city broken into and left without words. So it means that if you live in a house and if you live in a city and there is no war, anybody can enter. So if you have no self-control, what do you do? It's a problem. One time, a man stole from an office. Praise God. He stole from the office because he had needs. And the man, because of the guilt in him, he went to the wife and told the wife, my, my wife, I stole from the office. And the reason why I stole, because of certain needs. The woman heard it. They were quiet. Nobody knew. This is husband and wife issue, right? The day the man had a small query with the woman, the woman went outside and carried outside and called neighbors. This man stole from the office. This was a husband and wife issue. The woman could not have self-control. She went there out there to expose the husband. And the man vowed in his life, I will never share anything in my life with my wife anymore. Will you blame the man? There are things in marriage you don't get to expose each other. Discuss it and kill it there. Somebody not hear me. I said somebody not hear me. Some years back, because of time. One of my pastor's wife, 
They had a problem with the, wife, the, the, the husband. And that time I have sent my pastor to open a branch. And the pastor has done the job. We paid. I gave him money. Cheers. We are bought. The hall was ready. Everything was set up. Mommy knows what I'm talking about. And then the wife came back and said she doesn't want to go. I said, why you don't want to go? Then she started telling me stories and stories and stories and stories from morning till evening. <laughs> Mommy knows what I'm talking about. I said, is it because you don't want to support your husband? Now you are telling me the story between two of you that has happened. Please, I'm not ready to listen. Somebody heard what I'm talking about. You women, be careful. I don't know how you take the story in your home to somebody else. Probably that person, you are taking the story as the advice he might give you will destroy your home. Why don't you keep your mouth shut? This is you. You have become one flesh. Somebody hearing me? Okay, my somebody hearing me? Oh my God, you are not with me in the house. Proverbs 16.32. Proverbs 16.32. Whosoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And whoever rules the spirit is better than who takes a city. Proverbs 19.11, that's what I want to talk about. And if you have a messenger Bible, fine. If you don't have it, no problem. Proverbs 19.11. Proverbs 19.11, is it there? What did he say? Please read it. Rajut, can you stand up and read it for me? Smart people know how to what? Hold their tongue. Uh huh. Smart people, smart people, they know how to hold their tongue. They learn how to forgive and forget. May you be smart today in Jesus' name. Number four, be committed and be faithful to each other. No matter what it is, maintain the secrecy of your marriage. Most of the reasons of the failure of homes and marriages. They said 73% is because of lack of what? Commitment and faithfulness. 73% reasons. Have you made any marriage vows? If you have made, keep that marriage vow. Are you ready to put your house in order? Remember the vows when situations come around. Remember what you have said. You must be committed to each other, no matter the circumstance. Deuteronomy chapter 23, which I just sent on Wednesday. That which is gone out of your lips, that shall keep and perform. Even a free will offering, according to that has bound to God, thy God, which thou has promised with your mouth. As you say something, and tomorrow you said, no, I did not do it. Gentlemen, be committed to your marriage vows. Number four, because of time. Number five, sorry. God bless you. Utilize the tool of wisdom and knowledge. The tool of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. There are things you need wisdom. Don't somebody say, I need wisdom. They say, I need wisdom. There are things you need wisdom in your home. Honestly. Honestly. There are areas in my life, and there are things I come to, I don't know how to go about it. And I will ask mommy, how do we do? Shout aloud, that amen. Did somebody hear me when I'm talking? Recently, 
I had someone that was actually owing me. He's an agent of my property. And uh, the tenants were paying, and he took the, all the money. Shout aloud, amen. He took all what? The money. And so when I told mommy that I, I, I want to deal with this man, you know what she told me? She said, no, leave him. Just leave him. Give him time. This is what I'm talking is about a year, more than a year, right? It's more than a year now. He said, leave him. Since he has committed, don't do anything. And I left the man. Truly, I left the man. I did not call him. I did not go back. And so while I went for this leave, as I finished my program, on Tuesday after the program, I was driving. And I had a problem with the car I was driving, so I kept, I stopped. And then a young man came, and I told my younger brother, please make sure you call the mechanic to fix the car. It was my senior sister's car, anyway. And so I entered Okada. You know what is Okada, right? I don't know how many know it's a motorcycle, bike. And the guy picked me. While I was going, I saw the, suddenly I saw the man. And the man was entering his car. And I told the young man, stop, can you follow this man? As I saw the man, and then behold, he was surprised. And I told him, ah, Okmane, you are here? Ah, that'll do. You know, all those kind of greetings, you know what I'm talking about. Then I asked him, my friend, ah, ah, this is how things work. You are riding a nice car, beautiful car, and yes, you are still owing me. This is very nice. Amen. I will do one thing. I will take this, your car, to the police as a collateral. So you bring me my money. Shout aloud that, amen. You know what he told me, sir? Please. Right there he said, by, by tomorrow, I will transfer all your money I owed you. And I'm telling you before 12. He said 12, but by 10 o'clock, the money was already in my account. <laughs> what if I had followed my mind and not followed what mommy said? What would I become? I got it without stress. Sometimes you need wisdom. To operate in your home in many times. Tell your neighbors I need wisdom. The problem with some of you don't have wisdom. You don't have what? Wisdom. Why well, I'm saying so, please do this. Do this. I'm speaking to some of you, must put your house in order. If you don't put your house in order, there's crisis for you. I'm trying to round up. I have for 20 more minutes. But I'm going to round up with this. I had a young man who is a believer. He's a child of God. He had a problem with his wife for about 10 years. And they couldn't reconcile. We tried. That was not possible. And then he said, well, she has discussed, ba 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 and we have settled, hallelujah, meaning all of us agreed to part our ways. And then he decided to go to marry another person. Put your, tell somebody, say, put your house in order. Maybe I'm speaking to some of you that are, 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 are separated and you're not really divorced. Be careful. I'm coming. Be careful. You left your husband in Kenya. Let me use that word. 
You left your husband in Uganda and in Nigeria. And you know of a truth that you just left him. Not that he has any issue. You are here looking for another husband. Be careful. Put your house in order. I'm coming. You guys are looking at me. What, what is this? Hallelujah. Put your house what? In order. Just you come here. The man that suffered with you. And you managed to come to Doha. Because you come to Doha, you have gotten money. And see some of your, some young men with three suits like me. I'm still young anyway. <laughs> see, man, I'm just trying to make a point. Hallelujah. And now you discover that that man is no more fit for you. Now you are looking for somebody else. Be, thank you. Be careful. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. If you don't sow, if you don't think so, maybe you may scare through now, but you are putting a generational issues upon your children. And then this man told us like that, and we believe him. He went and married another person. Unfortunately, they had other, they, fortunately, they had kids. I'm seeking this for us, for our learning, please. I'm using this example for our learning, because some of us don't understand what we are doing. And I'm very not happy with this. And then, suddenly, something happened in the family, and the young man passed away. And the second lady, who he married, sent me an email to do an eulogy. I don't know what is eulogy. It's big English. Eulogy or whatever eulogy. Or... Pastor, can you help me? What do you call it? Eulogy. All right, thank you. You know, after that, what do you say? You say something about somebody. I don't know how you guys call it. And he sent me. And he was ready to bury. The first wife came back and said, I'm still legally married. And you cannot bury him. I'm still his wife. The thing went to court. And as per the law, she's legally married. So she was the one that took care of everything and make sure she inherited what belongs to the man. Be careful what you are doing, eh? Two young men came to me in this church. He had a failed marriage back home. I'm saying this again. He had a failed marriage back home. He came here and saw a wonderful sister in this church. Very diligent sister in this church. And I told him, my friend, you have not settled with your wife back home. Now you are looking for another sister in this church. Make sure you settle before you think of taking any other person. They have left the church, two of them, including the boy and the girl. They are doing their marriage outside now. Be careful. I'm putting this right to some of you. Who told you that you must sleep with a man? That makes you to love him. We must understand this aspect. That the church has become worldly and the world has become churchy. It can differentiate again. Remember the last part. You are building an earthly and internal family. The last part is what? You are building what? Earthly and internal family legacy. Remember it. Every marriage, you are building what? A legacy. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Hallelujah. I hope you are blessed this morning. I hope you are blessed this morning, please. <laughs> I'm your father. Hallelujah. 
I'm here to tell you the truth. Shout a louder, amen. It may, not, it may not look sound sweet. It can't be sweet. I don't even want it to be sweet. Not every message should be sweet. I'm speaking from counseling part of life. Shout a louder, amen. I don't want to be a failure to my children, honestly. I'm building on earthly and what? And what? Internal what? Legacy. Sometimes I ask myself when I leave, what is my legacy? Because I'm going to leave this earth. Shout a louder, amen. For your information, I've always told you, I'm not afraid of that. Shout a louder, amen. No, but what is the legacy? I and my wife will leave. Or even if I go before her, what is the legacy she's going to have? Will my children follow the Lord? Will my children serve the Lord? Every marriage is to build a godly seed. Malachi chapter 2 verse 14. It's to build what? A godly seed. God has a reason why he brought you and your wife together. It's to have what? A godly seed. Some of you don't know. Somebody from a Hindus or Confucianist or whatever religion comes around and you said, okay, no problem. The man loved me. My friend, if you are a child of God, remember God wants to have a godly seed. Be careful of the journey you are going. I had a sad story. I went to Nigeria. A family invited me for a dinner. And they were not happy. The reason is that their mother would have been a Christian. But for the fact that she took a wrong journey, it's affecting them today. Gentlemen, may you prepare your house in order. I'm going to ask God for grace now. Just ask God. I'm not going to ask you so much. Just ask God to help you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Grant you wisdom and knowledge. Help you right now. Right now, whoever I'm talking to, I just want you to pray to God. Few minutes, few minutes. Pray to God. Please pray to God. For this is the day, Lord, help me to put my life in order. That's what I'm saying. Put me to put my home in order, my family in order. Except the Lord builds the house. Hey, the builders build in vain. Why don't you ask God right now? The Lord, I need your help. To put my house in order. Just can you open your mouth and pray for one minute? Open your mouth and pray for one minute. Open your mouth and pray for one minute. Come and talk to God and pray for one minute right now. Lord, ask God, help me that grace to put my home, my life, my face in marriage. My face in marriage. My face right now, oh God, in order. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We'll bless your holiness in Jesus' precious name. I don't know if you are here and the things that were spoken. Maybe you have made mistakes before. I want to pray for you right now. I say, Lord, I just need your help. Raise up your hands right now, wherever you are. We all make mistakes, but that's the truth. I have. There's no one. But this is a moment that you want to say, God, I come to you just as I am. I've made mistakes in my life, but forgive me, Lord. I want to pray with you right now in the name of Jesus. Just raise up your hand. God bless you, my daughter. God bless you. We're not here because of anyone. We're here because Jesus is in the house. We say no to crisis. We say no to hatred. We say no to divorce. We say no to separation, Lord. Lord, rewrite a new history in our lives. Oh, God, make our path right before you now. Forgive us when we have failed before you. In our decisions and in our directions. Lord, have mercy upon your people this hour. 
Now by your mercy you go, restore them back in the name of Jesus. Let the mercy of God prevail over your life, over your face, over your home, over your choice. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please may you take your wonderful seats in a bit. Please sit down. God bless you. Thank you very much, sir, for such a powerful word. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Today we have uh, two assignments that we will do quickly. Hallelujah. Can you just put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. I hope you have heard because uh, some of you, uh, I believe you will hear clearly today in the name of Jesus. I know you have heard. But we are grateful to God for this opportunity. Quickly, we will uh, we'll do two things in a bit. The first will be a child dedication. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We would like to call on the family of Brother Joseph Oyakire. Hallelujah. Please welcome my brother and the family to, as they come forward to do their child dedication. And all those that are here because of them, I would like to ask all of you to be on your feet. Hallelujah. Everyone here, just be on your feet as we support them this moment. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will be expecting the men and the women to join them as the choir give us a number. Oh Lord, I am very, very grateful for all you have done for me. Oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. I'm saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh Lord, I am very, very grateful for all you, you have done oh, for me. Oh, oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. Oh, say thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord, I'm very, very grateful for all you, you have, have done, done in my life. Oh, oh Lord, I'm very, very grateful. Yes. Be saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord, I'm very, very grateful for all you have done for me. Oh Lord, I'm very, very grateful. And I say thank you, Jesus. I will exalt you, Lord. Father, what lifted me? Over the family of Ayakire, your banner over us is love. Hallelujah. I will exalt you, Lord. For the little 
Father, to you, to you, Lord, to you, Lord, be all the glory and adoration forever. Hallelujah. Jehovah, don't do me something, oh. It is a marvelous thing, oh. Jehovah, don't do me something, oh. oh. Jehovah don't do 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 do. Jehovah don't do me something no. It is a marvelous thing no. Oh, Jehovah don't do me something no. Everybody say, oh, it is a marvelous thing no. My life is a testimony. My life is a testimony. Oh no 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 oh oh. don't do me something no. At this moment, our baby is in the church. Amen. Put our hands together for the Lord Amen. once again. Amen. And by the grace of God, can you come up, come up, God bless you, man. God bless you. Thank you. Come up, come up. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't cry. It's the first time to be in the congregation and like this has happened. Amen. The baby I'm about to dedicate, her name is Bents. Venice means one that brings victory. Come on, put your hands together for that. And she has another name, Faith, assurance of things hopeful. Also, remain the gift from God. Oya Harry, right? Oya Kerry. Your first name is Oya Harry. Oya Kerry, thank you. Don't mind me, eh? Thank you. Oya Kerry. It means riches, wet, ha. Now, wow, shout a loud amen. Goodness are good, my friend. From today, her name is called Quibi, Bennis, Faith, Osareme, and Oyaheri. Amen. Oyaheri. And I'm going to dedicate her. Baby, don't worry. God bless. We love you. Beautiful. Beautiful girl. Uh -uh, take her easy now. Amen. Amen. Stop it now. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. All right. We're going to pray. Ready? Go, Come on. Mm. All right. We're going to dedicate her right now in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Ghost. And let everybody say it. And let everybody say it. I lift you up before the Almighty God in whose praises I am. I bring Bernie's faith in the hands of the Almighty God. I present you before God. Just like Jesus was presented. Just like Samuel was presented. Just like John was presented. And I prophesy to your life, you will never know failure. You will never know failure. I say you will never know failure. You shall be distinguished. You shall be distinguished. Higher ground shall you be. By your name, nothing shall be difficult for you. The Lord shall preserve you. The Lord's hand shall be upon you. The Lord's presence shall go before you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In all your days, you shall enjoy the presence of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And let everybody say, Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise God as we celebrate to the glory of God. Thank you, Father. Oh, yeah, come on. Yes, God bless you for the offering. Thank you so much for those who want to do the dedication offering. Come on, quickly, quickly. Come on. I will exalt you, Lord. For our lifted me. I'm of my enemy. Come on, come on. You're my me, Hallelujah. I will exalt you, Lord. For our lifted me. I'm of my enemies. I'm of my enemies. Oh, you're my enemies, Lord. Your Lord, for thou art lifted me above, above, above my enemies. Your banner over me is Lord. Hallelujah. The, Hallelujah. the singer himself needs to be here. That's a loud amen. Please just uh, welcome. Amen. Welcome. Brother Ezekiel and the wife. Hallelujah. Okay. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together for another one. Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Hallelujah. I'm going to do it in a worship mode. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glorious God. That's right. Beautiful King. Ah, Excellent God. We bow before you. Worship at your feet. Bow before your throne. You are the glorious God. We return all the glory to you, Lord. We worship at your feet. Bow before your throne. You are the glorious God. return all the glory to God. Who saw them through this journey of marriage? Journey through the wedding process. And not only that, he came with his wife to Doha. It's a double victory. That's right. It's a double celebration. That's right. We have seen many that do it, but they don't come. But his own God granted him favor. And I pray that this your home shall be an epitome. Of great marriage in the name of Jesus. All the resources required 
to maintain your home, heaven shall provide. As the scripture say, be fruitful, I command, you shall be fruitful. Amen. Your marriage shall be fruitful. Amen. Multiply, Amen. replenish, Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that you enjoy life with her all the days of your life, in the name Amen. of Jesus. Your marriage will not be cut short. I say it will not be cut short. Your marriage will not be cut short. In the name of Jesus. I shut up the doors of any enmity and enemies against your marriage in the name of Jesus. Longevity shall be in your marriage. To the glory of God. Put your hands together for this wonderful Mr. and Mrs. Ezekiel. Hallelujah. God bless you, my daughter. God bless you so much. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Glory be to God. Thank you so much.